Ah, this is Off the Dome with Matt G. This is NFL Super Duper Wild Card Weekend. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Off the Dome Podcast. This is The Pick Show. I'm here with my co-host, Adam Pearl, and a special guest, our friend from school, uh, BG Brandon Grant. BG, it's an honor to, for you to join us today. Happy to be here, Mert. <laughs> so, uh, just a clarification before we make our picks, I'm just going to address this. Um, the picks we make, they are not suggestions for you guys to take. You don't, you guys don't have to follow up with what we say. We are not telling you to make these picks. We are just offering you our opinions and who we like. We don't, do not bet uh, just because we tell you to, that we like these picks. So whatever you do, uh, bet at your own discretion. And and um, if you have any problems, call the 1-800-GAMBLING number for Illinois. Um, other than that, let's get started. Let's start with the games. Um, so uh, let's start the first one. It's the Colts at the Bills. Um, looking on DraftKings, uh, the spread is, Col- is Bills minus... Hold on, I'm pulling it up. It's Bills minus six, I think. Is it six and a half or six? Six and a half is last I saw. Yeah, oh, yeah, Bills minus six and a half at home. Um, we'll start with you, Brandon, because you're new. Um, who do you like in this one? If you had to, if, from your opinion, who do you like in this? And um, what's your final, what's, who are you picking and what's your score for this game? Um. So, straight up, I'm taking the Bills. I just don't see Colts are great, but it's one of those where the NFL is just better offense beats the better defense now. And if everybody's playing for the Bills, I'm happy uh, riding them minus six and a half. And then score wise, I'm going to go like 27 to 14 or 27 to 21, actually. Bills 28 21, Bills cover six and a half. Wow. Yeah. I, 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 I'm Adam, who do you like? I got the Bills too. I think. They're arguably playing the best football in the league right now. Um, you know, they're just they got the number one quarterback aside from, you know, a few. There's, I got the Bills covering 27-17. They went by 10. <clears throat> Bills minus six and a half cashes. The over-unders at 51. I don't know how that's looking. I got 61% of the bets on the under is what I saw earlier today. So, public's riding the under pretty heavy expect maybe some more points than you would expect but uh, it's gonna be a good game i'm excited i got 27 17 buffalo wow i'm right in that ballpark with you guys um i'm gonna take buffalo this game and i'm gonna take him to cover um here's my thing with both the, with the colts i think that they they're a great defensive team they're top 10 in in every category on the defensive side of the ball um i think they have a great run game jonathan taylor is a stud um, but I think they're going to make it very close interesting, but they're only going to do it for so much because do you trust Phillip Rivers the entire game? I, I personally do not. Um, he, he clearly has dropped off. I mean, he still can pl- complete passes, but he can't do it cons- consistently. He can't do it. Cons- the Bills are too good of a team to game manage against, and that's kind of what Rivers has done. Plus right. Just manage. Right. And, like, the, as great as their run game is, the Bills are a great situational defense. Um, they And then the fourth quarter, they they are the they allow the least points in the fourth quarter. And if you look at the Bills' offense, um, they're first in points per game, they're first in points per game differential, first in yards per game differential, and first in double-digit wins with six. Josh Allen, oh my God, is an absolute stud this year. 
I mean, he's top 10 in passing yards. No, he's top 5 in passing yards and completion percentage. The guy's a stud, okay? And what he did to the Miami Dolphins defense last week, putting up 56 points, I mean, imagine what he's going to do to to this defense. I think think the Colts are going to play a little better than the Miami Dolphins will, but I, I just don't see a way in which... The the Buffalo the um my the Indianapolis Colts can win this game. I think they'll make it interesting, but I'm gonna say the Bills win this one. Um, I, I've thought about it. I'm gonna say Bills twenty eight, um, and uh the Colts seventeen. So we're like right in that ballpark. Yeah, we're all pretty. We're all pretty. We're all like the under, I guess. Right. Uh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, so the next game, you know, it's a big one. It's the Ra- it's the Rams at the Seahawks, the division rival. Um, now, granted, Sean McVay. Before we start, Sean McVay has not stated who the starting quarterback is between Jared Goff and John Wolford. Just to point that out. And the spread of this game, looking on DraftKings, it's Seahawks minus three. Adam, we'll start with you. Um, who do you like this one? I like Seattle. Um, I personally just don't really like the Rams. They have a great defense, don't really like golf. Um, I was watching some TV and I saw that the Seahawks were all like, not necessarily planning against, um, Wolford, but they were saying, you know, he presents some challenges that golf, uh, doesn't, which <laughs> that's pretty, uh, it's pretty tough if you're a starting quarterback and these opposing teams are kind of praising your backup but i uh i got Seattle winning this 28 21 the over under is at 42 and a half right now very low i think i read that 78 percent of the bets are on the over i'm gonna be part of that 78 i'm probably gonna pump a little uh little money on the over so beware the under but um i got 28 21 seattle and brandon who do you brandon who do you like I'm going to ride with AP on that. I just, uh, Russell Wilson at home in the playoffs is at minus three. I feel like it's great value on top of the fact that Goff, I don't know what he showed that he could go and travel and win a playoff game, let alone the fact that he has a broken thumb and a throwing hand. Um, and yeah, watching Wofford or Wofford last week, he clearly has like talent in comparison to Goff. I don't know. It's one of those things I would have never given Goff the bag that the Rams gave him if you had a guy like John Wolford able to do what Goff could do. So I would, I'm going to ride that, and I'm going to stay away from the over-under because I could see the Rams just – I could see a goose egg coming out in the first half. Yeah. But I'm with AP. If I had to put money there, I would put it on the over. And, just, uh, and your score? Seahawks, I think, keeping up 30. Uh, what's your score for that? Uh, score, um, I'll go Seahawks. 31, Rams, 10. Okay. All righty. I don't think this game is going to be close, to be honest. If Russell, if Russell Wilson at home in the playoffs is just money. Uh, you know what, guys? Um, it's been an honor, but... I'm going to dip on uh, agreeing with you for this one. <laughs> I'm going to take the Los Angeles Rams. I'm going to take the L.A. Rams. And here's why I'm going to take the Los Angeles Rams. If you think about this, of a division rivalry, who, who did the Seahawks play two weeks ago? The, the, the Rams. And the Seahawks took all their energy out on the Los Angeles Rams. They played a great defensive game. Um, but granted, when I look at the Seahawks, even though they've won uh, the last couple weeks... 
I their offense is very suspect. And if I look at it, how Russell Wilson has played the last couple weeks, he hasn't really played that great. I mean, he's had the worst passing like stats among active quarterbacks the last couple weeks. I mean, if you in the Russell Wilson through the league ranks this season, um, weeks ten through seventeen, he's twelfth in completion percentage, twenty fourth in passing yards per game, um, tied for thirteenth in passing touchdowns, and a passer rate and nineteenth in passer rating, and the Seahawks. It's the last 10 through 17 weeks. And the Seahawks, as gr- they, they don't have a, a, a consistent balance. On one hand, when Russ cooked earlier in the year, the Seahawks defense struggled. When Russ has cooked less, the Seahawks defense has played great, but the Seahawks offense has struggled. So, look, there's not a consistent balance enough. And, look, I, I, I don't know how you guys feel about Sean McVay. I'm a, I personally like Sean McVay. I'm a Sean McVay fan. I think he schemed up a very good game plan last week, although Kyler got hurt last week, he still schemed a very good game plan. I mean, John Wolford looked pretty good last week. Um, The Rams' defense, which you guys with you both are forgetting, they're the number one statistical defense in the league. I mean, they have a championship-style defense. Like, Aaron Donald's a stud. Michael Brocker's a stud. Leonard Floyd's very good. Jalen Ramsey's the best corner in the game. Uh, They're number one in in most categories. So, and on the Seahawks' side, I, I just don't I just don't like how their offense, how Russ has been cooking lately. This, the Rams' defense, I think, is going to force a couple turnovers. Um, and look, when I look at it, I mean, with or without Goff, I think McVay's going to scheme a good game plan here. People want to say that the Rams have to win with Jared Goff. Well, just remember that before Sean McVay came, like, Jared Goff, people thought his rookie year was a bust. And without Jared, without Sean McVay, Jared Goff would be nothing in this league. No, no disrespect to him, but it's a fact. So, and I really look at this game. I think the defense is gonna get after Seattle. Um, I think I think whoever's starting, I think will be a solid game manager type. If you really look at the two rosters, like take with a, despite the quarterback, except for the quarterback position, which is obviously lopsided, the Rams have a better overall team than Seattle does. They have a, what's important position in football. I'm just saying, though, when I look at it, defense, Rams. I'm not disrespecting Russ. I'm just saying from what I think. Uh, defense, Rams. Um, receivers, Rams. I mean, DK's better than both of them. And Tyler Lockett's an incredible receiver. I'm not taking Co- – I'm not uh, – Cooper Cup's better than Tyler Lockett. Cooper Cup's unreal. Robert Woods is great. And – and they and the tight end Tyler Higby's very good. The run game Cam Akers is a stud. So I mean, look and, and Sean. Mc- what is Cam fully healthy? Yeah, Cam's gonna play. So look, I, I I think when I look at it compared to the two teams, I think Rams are better. And I think if Jared Goff didn't injure his thumb last again the last time these two teams played, they might have pulled off this win. I think the Seahawks. Uh, sorry, I think the Rams are a better overall team. I think it's going to come down to a field goal. Actually, I I think the defense is going to make Russell Cook in a negative way. I'm going to take the Rams plus three. I'm going to say I'm going to say twenty three to twenty one. Uh, sorry. 24-21, LA. I respect it, Matt. I do. We'll see what happens. It's going to be a good game. These are two, two pretty even teams, and uh, it's going to be a good one. We'll see. Yeah, I, I just feel like I, I, um, I just feel that the L, it's a division rivalry game. So, I mean, look, 
think about this. If you played an opponent two weeks ago in your division, you took you spent all your energy out on, on that opponent, then you have to play him again two weeks later in the playoffs. I, I'm just it's thinking. Football, though. These guys will be. They know what they're playing for. I know. I'm just. I'm just thinking here. Uh, the the next game. Oh, it's Tampa Bay in his playoff debut. <laughs> okay, it's the uh, Bucks at the Washington football team. It the uh, the spread of this game. I'm gonna pull it up. It's the um, Washington football team plus eight. Um, BG, we'll start with you. Who do you like this one? And who do you like the spread wise? And who do you pick to win? So I picked Tampa to win. Um... Spread-wise, it's definitely a doozy. I got to be honest, I just it's I want to go with Washington because I think eight points is a lot for a playoff game. But when you look at the difference in like these two teams, one's a playoff team, one's not. I mean, we have Alex Smith might not play. They have. I think he's gonna play. I think he will. But how long is the ball he's playing? Did he play last week? He did. And then how many weeks before did he set up? My point is this. Alex Smith is not the quarterback of this team. He wasn't for the second half of the season. He's been dealing with injuries. And Tampa Bay's, I know you don't like him, but Tom Brady... No, I'm not a hater. ...all of his career over these last few weeks. And their defense, I mean, Levante David, he's a hall, future Hall of Famer running that defense. And they are in, like, just wheels are in motion for Tampa right now. I actually like the under in this game because I do think Washington's front four is as dominant as anybody in the league. And I think that's going to be the problem for Tampa, but... If I had to go with my gut, I would say something like Tampa, 24-13. to 24-13 Bucks. Okay, and you're picking the Bucks to cover. Okay. I am, yeah. All righty. And Adam, who do you like? I'm, I'm a BG on this one. I, uh, I respect all that Washington has done this season and, you know, changing their quarterbacks and going through a, a whole lot. Honestly, that whole NFC East was kind of just uh, – circus throughout the entire season yeah honest they came out on top i respect it i love their d i think they're young they're going to be a good team in the future but i just don't got them uh beating tampa bay here even with a fully healthy alex smith i think this team would still be in some trouble i think tampa bay wins this one i think it's going to be relatively easy of a win um i'm picking them to win 33 at 20 i think it's going to be a little higher score than bg said Obviously, I have no clue. This is just my uh, this is just my prediction. So I'm going to say uh, Tampa Bay 33 and 20. Okay. Um. Uh, before, for, okay, with or without out. First of all, before I get into my pick, I, I'm just going to address the 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 elf in the room. I, despite what you guys think, I don't hate Tom. <laughs> I don't hate him. Okay. I think he's the goat Dude. personally. I think he's the goat, and I, I will say that. I've said he's the GOAT. That doesn't mean I'm a fan of his. I do think he's the GOAT. I'll say this about Tom. I think he's had a great year. Albeit most of it was against bad teams. But he still had a better year than I thought he would have. Um, but let's, but let me, let's be real here. What What's his kryptonite? Great defenses. Think about what the Bears did to him on that Thursday night game. Think about what the Saints did to him twice. Think about what the Rams did. And even what the Chiefs did. If you force Tom under pressure, he's not going to complete his passes, and he'll get frizzled. He'll get rattled. If you look at Washington's front seven, 
They are among the best front seven in the league. When I'm just looking at their stats, they're the number two overall defense in the league. They they're 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 number two against the raw they're against the pass. They're top ten against the Raws, and they allow the fewest receiving yards per game among the def- all the defenses in the league. So I think that that's Tom's biggest weakness going up against great defenses. Now on the other side of the ball. Say what you want, but they Washington does have weapons. Terry McLaurin's a stud. Antonio Gibson's great. Logan Thomas is very good. Taylor Heineke, if he starts or not, I don't know what the status is for Alex Smith, but Heineke in that one quarter he played against for the against the Panthers when he took over to, for Dwayne Haskins, he looked pretty good. Now listen, the only I the only way that the football team can beat Tom is if not they're gonna get pressure on him is if you force turnovers on him, like a scoop and score or a pick six. If they get that, then then like they, they're going to gain some confidence. I think if Washington, I think if they at least make it close throughout the entire game, then I think it's going to go in their favor. So here's my official pick. I'm going to take the Washington football team to cover plus eight and a half. Okay, but... As far as the offensive side of the ball goes, I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna have a great defensive showing, but I just don't think they're gonna have enough offense to overcome Tampa Bay. But that being said, though, their most probably their most important piece of Tampa, Devin White, is out due to COVID. So look, I, I think it's gonna be a very interesting one. I, I think I think Bucks will win. But I'm not gonna. But I will not be shocked if the football team pull off the upset because of their defense. And if Taylor Heineke's at least a game manager type doesn't turn the ball over, doesn't make mistakes, I think that they have a good chance. So I'm gonna say the Bucks win this one. I'm going to say the Bucks win. I'm gonna say twenty to seventeen, uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah. No, I think I think Bucks will win because they, I think Brady. You can't stop Tom for four quarters. He will have some good plays here and there. I think the defense of Washington though is great. People are underrating yeah, it. I agree with you on that, Matt. I think there is legit as it gets the defense. But I I know that people think that um I know that people think that the defense um that that people are looking at the Washington football team of their division they play the seven and nine team. But when you really look at it, who is their quarterback for a good majority of the year? Dwayne Haskins was. And, you know, so, I mean, look, Alex Smith does not turn the ball over. When he plays, they're 4-1 when he took over as a starter. Taylor Heineke, I don't know how he's going to be. I think if he just doesn't turn the ball over and is and at least does his job, they have a good chance. That's just my take on it. But I, I want to see a good game. I do think it'll be a good game, though, than most people think. And also, one more thing before we move on. Washington football teams had the best Cinderella story of the year. Think about this. Alex Smith coming back from a near-life-threatening injury and Ron Rivera battling chemo throughout for eight weeks, and he had to get IV shots during halftime of these games. It's an amazing story. So, right. Okay, the next one. We'll move to Sunday's games. It's interesting. It's the Ravens at the Titans. So the spread of this game is Tennessee plus three at home. Um, Adam, we'll start with you. Who, who, who do you like this one? Yeah, this is a great game. This is one that uh, I 
I could see going in really either direction. However, I'm uh, I'm sticking with my boy on this one. I I'm keeping my fingers crossed that he he removes this narrative surrounding him that he can't win these games, can't show up when uh, when it matters. I think it's his time. You know, Lamar is a he's a young buck. He's got plenty to prove, plenty to show, and a long career ahead of him. And I think he gets his first playoff dub tomorrow. Do you think the Ravens game. will cover? Uh, no, I got the Titans covering. I think okay. This is one of mine where I'm just going to make it a one point game because I literally don't know who's going to win. I'm saying 31-30 Baltimore. As I just said, it could really go either way. Um, it's going to be a good game. I'm excited to watch it. I don't know if I'm going to place any wagers on this one, but um, I'll be enjoying it from the couch. 31-30 Baltimore. Lamar takes this, uh, you know, thought around him that he can't show up, throws it out the window. Brandon, who do you like? Um, I actually feel like the exact same about this game as AP. It just... High-scoring toss-up, two really good offenses. Could argue that the Titans have one of the worst defenses in the league, which definitely helps Lamar. Um, I I think I'd ride the same as AP, though. I think I would ride with the points here. I'll take Tennessee. I see them winning this game. You know, I could see it coming down to a game-winning Tannehill drive, and I think Tannehill's that good where he could run that drive. But I also I think I would make a teaser with them. In my Sunday teaser would be them and the Bears. So I really like that to give uh, a seven-point teaser for both teams. Plus 10, plus 17. All right, interesting. Um, and what's your score for this game? If I had to go score, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick to my fourth quarter, one-possession game like AP, keep it close. I'm going to probably go Tennessee 31, Baltimore uh, 28. 31-28 Ravens. Or, you know what, I'll go, I'll go 34-30. 34-30 Ravens. Tennessee. Oh, 34 30 Titans. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I'm just, I think it's going to be a one possession game, and I'm, I'm counting on Tennessee to have the ball last. Um, I, I'm going to, I, I, you know what? I'm, Brandon, I'm with you on this one. I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans to win this game. And here's why I'm going to pick Tennessee. Look. I think Lamar is an exceptional talent. I think he has played a lot better. He's played great towards the end of the the season. He's thrown the ball better in the red zone this year than he did last year. He's an unbelievable talent. I think he's going to be an exceptional player for years to come. But when I really look at it, of the, the uh, when I'm judging it based off of what his first two playoff appearances were, hit and what he was this year. I mean, look, he's lost to Mahomes bad on the Monday night game, lost to the Steelers where he had three turnovers. He lost to Tennessee this team in overtime and when he's and and during the second half, they only scored 10 points against this Titans defense. Um so when I really look at it from just an objective point of view, I think that if there's one team that could add the Ravens number, it's the Tennessee Titans. Although the Titans, I'll give you this, they're a horrible defense, but they can at least gain some pressure on Lamar and their corners with Malcolm Butler and and um and uh what and uh what's the other corner's name for Tam- for Tennessee I forgot who I don't know but those two corners they can at least game can at least for force Lamar into very tough action I think the past I think with their 4-3 defense with with who they have I think they can get pressure on Lamar they can force him to throw some erratic decisions like they did the last time these two teams played and on the offensive side of the ball King Henry 
He's on he's on the on the two K list on the select few with Barry Sanders, Emmett Smith, Walter Payton, um, Eric Dickerson, LT. He's in that he was in that category this year. Derrick Henry's an absolute beast. He's an absolute stud. Um, and their offense, statistically, they're the number three total offense in the league. Ryan Tannehill has been a top six to seven quarterback this year. He's a stud. 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions. People want to say, well, he's a system quarterback. Well, think about who his, his, his coach was in Miami. It was Adam Gase. So Tannehill's a stud. Um, A.J. Brown's a top 10 receiver in the league. He's amazing. Johnny Smith's great. Corey Davis is, is great. I think it's going to come down to a who has time possession more. And I think the thing is, with, the, with if the, you go to last year's playoffs, like, it was all King Henry. Tannehill, during their two playoff wins, he only threw a combined 29 combined passes, but he still, he was a good when they, he, when they needed him to be. I think this year is different. If you're going to stop King Henry, you're going to have to have Ryan Tannehill beat you, and Tennessee's going to say, okay, well, if Ryan Tannehill beat you, although he... He's played very great, although that one bad game in the snow against Green Bay, he's been great the entire year. So when I really look at it, I think it's going to come down to a field goal in this one. Um, I think that it's going to determine who has the, the time possession more, who can make less mistakes. And if I'm just going by, from a statistical, analytical point of view that you know what I think about, I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans to win this game. I think it's going to be a, a shootout, and I think it's going to come down to a Steven Gostowski field goal. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say Titans cover plus three, and I'm going to pick them to win 34 to 31 Titans. Brandon, I'm, we are so close in that. You had 34-30, I had 34-31. That's right. Wow, that is we're close. Uh, so let's the next game is the Bears at the Saints. So the spread I think is too much. It's Saints minus ten. Now, uh, yeah, Saints minus ten. So look, I th- just an injury update for our Bears. Uh, Dart Jalen Johnson I think is likely going to play, but Darnell Mooney and Roquan Smith are questionable. I don't think Roquan will play, but Darnell has a better shot to play. Um, Do you know anything about Spain is, is Buster Screen playing? No, he's out. Concussion. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so, uh, so uh, BG, we'll start with you this round. Um, who do you um, so? Who do you like this one? Um, cut spread wise, and who do you have winning? If if Roquan and Jalen Johnson don't play. I think the Saints could win this game by 35. Um, <laughs> You're kidding, right? 35? No, no I'm, I, if, I, if, if they don't play, I mean, I would take the Saints to put – I would take the Saints like 35-10. Um, the Bears showed last week Aaron Rodgers was 10 for 10 with three touchdowns and a, a, like a clear drop from Valdez Scantling away from being 11 for 11 with four touchdowns and like 170 yards. Bears defense sucks without – second and third corner, and Roquan Smith. Like, there's nothing to that defense outside, you know, your front for them. And I just think Breeze can go around that. They're the Saints defense. Travis going to have problems, I think. I love Mitch. I hope he plays well. I just don't think he does. I'm taking the Saints. Uh, if the Bears have if, – if the Bears defense is active, I'll take the Bears to cover. So as of right now, I guess I'll go uh, – uh, We'll do it for right now, who you think. 
Right. So as of right now, if we don't know if anybody's out, I'll say uh, I'll take the Bears to cover and I'll go 31-24. 31-24 Saints. Um, and Adam, who do you like? Yeah, I got I got the Bears covering, and that is like very dependent on us being a healthy team tomorrow. Um, as BG was saying, I mean, missing a guy like Roquan and Jalen Johnson, who's been terrific for us, and Darnell Mooney is he's been awesome as well. I mean, those are some very key players for our team, and uh, if they're not able to go tomorrow, it might be ugly. However, I'm making my pick as if they're all playing. 24-17 New Orleans, we cover barely and make it a little more competitive than people think, but uh, 24-17. Uh, by the way, just to get to Roquan, uh, non-injury-wise, he was snubbed from first-team All-Pro. That was BS. He literally was the best middle line, inside linebacker in the league. I know, it's BS. And wait, what, what was your score of this? I was just looking at the injury update. Um, you said... I said twenty four seventeen New Orleans. Okay, twenty four seventeen Saints. Okay, got it. Um, I, I'm gonna also we're all on the same page for this. I'm gonna pick the Bears to cover. Um, now look, I, I think I think at Brandon, I think you're overvaluing Drew Brees. Now look, Drew Brees, I have a lot of light. Lo- I love Brees, and I as a player and a person, and I I respect the hell out of him. But this year, like since his since his collapsed lung and his eleven broken ribs injuries suffered, statistically he's not been that great. He doesn't see if you really watch his game this year. Uh, he's still going to complete his passes. He has deteriorated arm strength. So, so look. I mean, when I really look at it with Drew Brees this year, um, I, I, I just don't see enough arm strength to uh, where I could really tell that he, that, 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 that I would really like say that he would be throwing and killing the Bears defense. I think he can still play good enough. Alvin Kamara's a stud. I think he's going to have an amazing game. Michael Thomas is back, but he's also, but he's very banged up and he's missed a lot of time this year, majority of the time this year. So, so when I really look at it, I think Mitch, yes, he, it depends on how he reads the Saints defense. I think Mitch, I think David Montgomery is going to have a big game. I think, I think Mitch, if he, I think that if they want to at least make this competitive enough and at, at least go there, I say it, beat the Saints. They can't settle for field goals like they did last week. Like they, you saw last week, they settled for like what twenty yard field goals. And, like, they had one thing where there's, like, they were at the one-yard line. They had a false start. Like, they can't do that. So, I think the Bears will cover this game just for a value point. Like, they're giving the Saints too many points. But, I, unfortunately, I'm going to pick the Saints to win this one. I, I'm going to say 20. I'm going to say. I'm going to say 20, 27-20 Saints. 27-20. We're all a touchdown. We all think it's yeah. right. Right. Yeah, I think it'll be a close one, but I, 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 I hope it's close. I think I, I'll say this: when, when the, when you have nothing to lose, like the Bears have, like everyone's picking the Saints to win. Everyone is. When you have nothing to lose, like. Who knows? It could go your favor in that way. When when everyone's picking this, like how they did with the Saints-Vikings last year. Everyone was picking the Saints last year to win, to beat the Vikings. And look what happened. They surprised everyone. 
I'm not saying it'll happen, but they the Bears have that underdog mentality, so who knows? Okay, the final game is another divisional showdown tomorrow night. It's the Browns at the Steelers. So the spread of this game is um is Steelers minus six. So who did I start off with last time? Uh with you guys. I can I can take this one. I okay. I got a Pittsburgh covering. Okay. You know, obviously there's a lot of issues going on around the Browns as far as COVID. Yeah, related. it's terrible. Um, missing a few key players and they're missing their head coach. I I think that's like the biggest knock you know yeah. could really have right now aside from maybe like Baker. But um, you know, Kevin Stavansky's been incredible for them. A large reason why you know they had the season that they did even with Odell going out early. Um, yeah, so I think it's a it's a pretty big issue with Cleveland. Uh, I respect the team. I like their team. I kind of am excited for their future. But I don't have them winning this. I honestly got Pittsburgh winning kind of big, 35-21. Even though hey, I, I don't like Pittsburgh, I think they're mad overrated. Um, yeah, that's what I've said the whole year. <laughs> that's what we've said on our podcast. We, we, we didn't buy them as legit. I do, I do find them very overrated, but I do see them winning kind of big, um, 35-21 overhitting. But, um, yeah, it's really just due to the Browns missing a whole lot of players. Brandon, who do you like? Um, so I actually agree with Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh being overrated as well, but I also agree. COVID, just like, this is the most Browns thing ever. Like, Baker Mayfield's on his third coach, and then, in his first playoff game, he has to have a new play caller for his fourth different play caller under the system. Like, just like so unlucky. I think it's going to be low scoring though, um, and I definitely think Cody Cody Parkey will be missing a field goal. <laughs> <laughs> he will miss a field goal. He will. I, I will. If there's a bet on Cody Parkey mi- missing a field goal, I, I would take that. I would hedge that. I would do it. If there's a bet out there, I will be the first one to do it. Yeah, I, th- I think that's going to come back and bite them. I think it's going to be one of those games, though, where it's going to be like 20 to – I'm going to go with 20 to uh, 13, and that's two touchdowns, a missed extra point, and a missed field goal. It's a horrible day from Cody. Uh, it, I think shame on a team for going into the playoffs and playing Cody Parkey after his last playoff. No, no, I, I no, no, I, I say I said this like um, I said this like uh, one of my buddies from HPHS, uh, Andrew Zolden, um, is a big Browns fan. I said the only person I did, I hate on your team is Cody Parkey. <laughs> that's the one person I, I hate on your team. The one person, I, 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 I that's the one athlete I hate on your team. That's the one player. Um, now getting that that to it, yes, we. I don't mean to repeat what you guys have said. I've I've called the Steelers severely overrated. Um, I think the I think and I think that unfortunately without Kevin Stefanski, that's your that's your security blanket. That's who has been your in your ear. That's who has got you to have your best year you've had. Like I I don't know about you. I. I don't know how you feel, um, Brandon, but I, I'm a Baker fan. Um, do you, I'm sure you I like Baker. Baker's great. He's statistically had the best. 
his best year ever. And I told Adam this on since week seven. You know he was the only quarterback um, up until his interception against the Ravens. He was the only quarterback in his last 187 attempts to have zero interceptions. And statistically, this year he's been better off without Odell because because like I just think that he works better like without him in this system. But unfortunately, due to the Steelers' defense and the COVID issue, I'm going to take. Um, the Steelers to cover and win. I'm going to say it's a low-scoring game like you, so I'm going to say Steelers 21, Browns Browns 13. 21-13 Steelers. Alrighty. Um, that'll do it for our Picks Podcast. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, it's only six games. We'll see you guys back next week. Have a good one out there. Um, enjoy football and go get them. Alrighty, that's, alrighty.